It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. This is Joe Welke here to help you do the chores. Heard from Bob. We'll be hearing from him after a little bit with uh, audio from Scotland and some of his travel buddies over there. I guess that's what we can call them, but I hear they're having a great time and and um, seeing all that you can see in Ireland and Scotland. But we've got to do our chores here, and we're going to be talking about cattle numbers. And fair season, that's still on my lips. I love going to fairs, and I'm going to be heading over to the Central Wisconsin State Fair today to see some of the junior shows. A little later in the program, we'll be hearing about carry cows. That was Charity from Madison caught up with somebody that owns some carry cows. And boy, they can tell you all about it. But before we get into our chores, let's take a look at our weather. Today, high of 92 and humid. Tonight, 75. Tomorrow, 97 hot, hot, humid. And there's uh, weather warnings and watches for the heat index. We'll be out starting today and going into tomorrow. Tomorrow night, 71. Thursday, 89 and humid. Friday, 84 with a slight chance of rain. Saturday, we get to a little bit more um, livable weather, if you ask me. Saturday, 76. Sunday, 77. Monday, 82. With all those days mostly sunny. Right here in Eau Claire today, right outside our back door is 69 degrees. And your Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. There's new 2023 Super Excense now available at com. And that's the weather on Wax 104.5. We better get through some chores here and get things started. We better get heading over to, it's two minutes after five o'clock here at Wax 104.5. And it's time to hear our national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Former President Trump says he'll travel to Atlanta on Thursday to surrender in his Georgia election interference case. He noted on Truth Social he'll be arrested by Fonnie Willis, who he referred to as a radical left district attorney. Trump was charged last week with racketeering in connection with alleged efforts to overturn the state's 2020 election results. President Biden says the people of Maui will have everything they need to recover after the deadly wildfires. Today is burned. But it's still standing. Trees survive for a reason. I believe it's a powerful, a very powerful symbol of what we can and will do to get through this crisis. While touring the town of Lahaina Monday, he met with families of victims and thanked first responders. He also stressed how much he wants Maui to regain its same character as it rebuilds. Officials say 850 people are still missing as search and rescue efforts continue and 114 people have been confirmed dead. House Republicans are issuing subpoenas for four IRS and FBI officials as part of their investigation into alleged DOJ interference in the Hunter Biden tax case. Brian Shook reports. 
Republicans say they believe the agents have information on a meeting last year attended by special counsel David Weiss, the lead prosecutor in Hunter Biden's case, and want them to answer questions before Congress. IRS whistleblowers earlier this year told lawmakers Weiss said he was not the deciding authority on whether to charge Hunter, which Weiss later denied. Republicans accused the Justice Department of slow walking and interfering in the case against the president's son. I'm Brian Sch- and more than 3,000 movie theaters across the country will offer discounted tickets this Sunday in honor of National Cinema Day. All movies in all formats will cost less than $4. That even includes Oppenheimer in IMAX if showtimes aren't already sold out. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it's temperature time for around the area here in Eau Claire. 69 degrees. Medford 64, Rice Lake 67, Wausau 64 and cloudy, Green Bay 66, Marshfield 65 and cloudy, La Crosse 70, Madison 64 and clear, Milwaukee 70 and cloudy, and today we're going to reach up to 92 degrees and humid. Tonight we're only going to drop down to 75 with mostly sunny skies, and tomorrow is going to be extra hot, let's call it, 97. We need to get through our first set of markets. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I think we need to update that a little bit because it's over 45 years that Bob's been joining you. We need to get it started with our cash livestock. Choice fed beef steers are 177 to 190 with mixed at 140 to 176. Choice fed beef heifers are 177 to 189 with mixed at 117 to 176. Choice fed Holstein steers are 155 to 166 with select and silage fed steers 92 to 154. Cows are 80 to 109 with a top of 122. Bulls are 101 to 128. Butcher hogs are 60 to 93 with sows at 40 to 61 and boars at 22 to 26. New crop market lambs are 152 to 191. Feeder lambs are 70 to 217. Used are 45 to 90. Small goats are 35 to 175. Medium goats are $1 to 230. Large goats are 125 to 300. And nanny goats are 45 to 220. Let's slide on over to our uh, futures markets. And the cattle markets are trending upward. Numbers for August for live cattle, 178.97, up 45 cents. October, 179.87, up $1.05. And December, 184.30, up $1.12. And our feeder cattle futures are also trending upward for August, 246.77, up $1.20. September, 250.32, up $1.80. October, 252.65, up $1.95. And November, 253.52, up 210. But our lean hog carcasses are trending downward for October 80.62, down $1.50. December 73.72, down 77 cents. February 78.02, down 57 cents. And April 82.77, down 47 cents. Sliding on over to our mercantile to our Chicago Board of Trade. Corn for December is 480, down one and a half. December oats 463 down a penny. November soybeans 1354 down seven and a half. December soybean meal 396 dollars a ton, down a fraction. 
December wheat is at 6.30, down 4.5. And our cheese markets, barrels, 180.5, down a quarter. 40-pound blocks, $2.34, down 2 cents. Gray AA butter, 2.74, up 4 cents. And our Class 3 milk futures, August 17.28, up a penny. September, up 39 cents to 18.88. October, up 22 cents to 18.21. November 1826 up eight cents. December 1823 up a dime. And that market is trending upward. We're going to go through a few more chores and then we'll be hearing from Bob and his Scotland adventure. Let's go to Trempeleau County and find out what some of those people think about our wax holiday vacations farm tour here in Scotland, Ireland, Northern Ireland. Thompsons are with us. Uh, Gary, first of all. And uh, if you go to the farm shows over the years, you've seen Gary, man in the booth for Osseo Plastics and Supply. Seen a lot of plastic over here? No, I haven't seen too much plastic, and it looks like they need some. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. You can expand the business over here. There you go. What have you thought so far? We've uh, Glasgow, Edinburgh. We've been in some pretty different-looking scenery. We've uh, Farm Museum. We've seen a little bit of agriculture. We'll see more later. Yes, and uh, the, the agriculture here at the uh, Rural Museum uh, is quite interesting. Uh, all the the way that they have done things many years ago, and I don't think it's changed too terribly much. To tell you the truth, you know, it's a smaller dairy farm, and with sheep and pigs, and and it's quite interesting. And you ever, you ever seen pigs as well as ugly as these are? These <laughs> they call them Tamworth hogs. That's what they call them. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they're interesting, and 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 a lot of sheep. They have quite a bit of sheep there. Yeah, and we'll see that done. Your luggage is going to be a little heavier on the way home. Oh, you found that out this morning, didn't you, Bob? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went to the distillery last night and had to buy some um, scotch whiskey. Yes. Are you going to share it when you get home? We probably will. <laughs> Good for you. All right. Jan is also with us. And Jan, one of the things we got to see is the Royal Britannia, Queen Elizabeth's ocean liner. That's quite a sight, wasn't it? They retired it now in Edinburgh. Right, right. It's a beautiful ship, and you got to see just how the Queen traveled when she was traveling abroad. What was most impressive to you or awe-inspiring looking at? I mean, just the, the size and how many people are on that ship, it's unreal. Right. It takes just a lot of people to operate that ship when they were out and about. Many um, security people were always with them, and it was very elegant to say the least that's for that it wouldn't even fit lake martha would it uh, no no it wouldn't <laughs> and we also got to see the rolls royce and the the yeah uh, the yacht the yacht and made. the land rover when they went out of the african places like that right the land rover which they loaded onto the ship when they traveled but how'd you and gary decide you want to come on a trip like this we really enjoy going on farm tours, and when we heard about this one, and yes, through Bob Bozold, we thought another wonderful opportunity through holiday vacations to go on one of their farm trips. It's, it's wonderful. And you enjoyed it? Very much, very and we've got, much. We've got a lot of agriculture still to see. Jan and Gary Thompson from down in Osseo. Now let's get out of the Blair area and talk to the Koyaks and uh, Renee, first of all. And Renee, why'd you and Perry decide to come on a tour like this? I've always been um, dreaming of coming to Scotland. And um, we heard your show on the radio. My husband did. And he had me call, and we were fortunate enough to get a spot. Oh, that's great. And you've... Uh, 
taking it all in more than, let's say, uh, a lot of other people. You've been in the water in one of these locks, which is a lake, and uh, you really jumped into that scotch tasting. You really enjoyed that, didn't you? I think I'll pass on scotch. <laughs> it's not my forte. <laughs> But uh, but you uh, you did you go in the water and the locks and uh, it's it's a different world over here. It is and it's beautiful. I mean, if you close your eyes, you're going to miss something. So I'm like one of our dogs, just jumping at the bit to keep going. Well, we got a lot more to see. Uh, you got some pictures already. How many pictures do you figure you're taking? A mm, couple hundred, probably, and more to come. More to come, that's for sure. And also Perry is with us, and Perry will get on some dairy farms. But we're here at the. Burl History Museum here for Scotland and the Scottish Highlander cattle, uh, they milk Ayrshires. They do it the old way, though. They do do it the old way, Bob, and uh, it's kind of, you and I talked about this a little before, what was the most refreshing thing to me is on this particular farm we're on right now, um, the creamery or the dairy company is still willing to come here every other day to pick up milk from 15 cows and obviously back home that's unheard of and so it is refreshing to to see that here as as an old style they appreciate their agriculture here is what they what they're doing that is exactly right and 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 take a lot of pride in it and and as we do at home too there's no doubt about that um, just on a smaller scale here. Yeah, but uh, you see baleage, you see a lot of things here that we do at home. Yes, you do. Uh, have not seen any grain. I, well, when I say grain, I'm talking about corn. We, we have seen some uh, barley fields. And uh, and that goes into uh, Renee's favorite drink, whiskey, that, scotch whiskey. <laughs> that's why they got to keep that going, exactly. Yeah, yeah. got to keep her satisfied. Yeah. This isn't the first time uh, you and I have visited on the radio Tell us about the last time. So, you know, that you and I talked about this earlier on the trip, Bob. Uh, um, as we, my wife and I talk about going through our different stages in life, uh, 36 years ago, you and I did an interview at Arcadia High School. Um, you were then, uh, and still are, the spokesperson for Wax Radio and the farm show, and uh, I was the FFA president at Arcadia. And um, who would have ever thought? that our next interview would be 36 years later in Glasgow, Scotland. We may have more. Hopefully it's not over yet. Thanks, Perry. Perry and Renee Kuyak and Gary and Jan Thompson from Trumpelow County. And uh, how many cows are you milking at home? This is a little different than here. Yeah, we we have a herd uh, of 300 cows. My son, uh, Hank, takes care of that for us. and uh, He's probably doing that right now. He is doing that right now as we are six hours ahead. I, they're probably just uh, finishing up right now. And um, and so, yeah, we're, we're very fortunate to have sons uh, that work with us. And uh, hopefully we'll keep our operation going beyond Renee and I. I hope so, too. Hank, keep those cows up on production. We can't afford to drop it because we want to keep traveling. All right, the Kuyaks and the Thompsons with us as we travel in Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Ireland. I'm Bob Bosold. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Thanks, Bob, for that update and some of your adventures. And sounds like you're having a good time and a lot of traveling going on. We are going to do a few more chores and then we're going to be hearing from charity and jt price and carrie cows we better get those chores done for those who work in acres not in hours wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report 
Holsteins, Jerseys, Brown Swiss. These are pretty familiar dairy breeds. But one breed in Wisconsin that's not as well known is the Cary breed. I'm Charity Seebecker from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. The Cary are believed to be one of the oldest dairy breeds and originate from Ireland. One of only two rare dairy herds of Celtic Cary cows call Grace Acres Farms home. J.T. Price, owner of Grace Acres, explains more about this unique breed. But first, he shares how he got into raising them. So I grew up on a farm in South Carolina, and I've always loved cattle, I've always loved animals. Ended up going to vet school in Mississippi, and during one of my last years at vet school, during clinicals, I was in Wisconsin. And to make a long story short, learned a lot about genetics and rare breeds, and again, very interested in cattle. I also have Irish roots myself. And so I'd heard about the carries, but I didn't know if there were any left. And unbeknownst to me, I was lucky enough to find one and then another and then slowly built a herd. Not many people have heard of the carry. And a lot of times when people see them, they're like, oh, they look kind of like an Angus. They are naturally a black colored cow. They're a true dairy breed. They hail from Ireland. There are not many left there. Their genetics go back for thousands of years to the Roman Empire and even the ancient Auric. And there's been a lot of uh, study on the breed. People don't really know about it just because, you know, back in the early 1900s and the 1920s, that was the dairy revolution. Milk is sold as a commodity. Being that it was sold as a commodity, it's volume based. And so that's where the more popular breeds, such as the Holstein, in Jersey that produce more bulk volume, they were selected by a lot of dairymen back in those days. And so because of that, the carry was less common to see. And there's only been minimal imports of live animals and semen from Ireland since the 1800s. So that's why they're pretty rare. How do they compare then to some of the other breeds that we know more about? I'm a big fan of the Holsteins and Jerseys. That's what we milk growing up. The difference is really how we raise our food, especially in this country. Given that it's volume-based and a lot of people are more far removed from raising their own food, we have a lot of food that's, for lack of a better word, I guess, mass-produced. But if you just look at how cattle, dairy cattle specifically, are raised uh, for milk production, a lot of times they're under roof. Of course, they have cow comfort amenities, but they're not out on grass. They're fed silage. You know, we bring it to them, and they do well. When it comes to what the carry's known for, they're known for making grass into protein, you know, milk. They also are known for lasting in the herd into their early 20s and having long lactations with minimal input. On the dairy farm, your biggest cost is feeding the cows. And so with the carries, given you don't have to feed them the amount of energy you have to put into a Holstein or a Jersey, it's far more efficient. Now, you know, they may produce 40 pounds a day versus 140 pounds a day. However, your input's really low, and they last in the herd much longer than a Holstein. So when it comes down to it, what makes their milk different? Actually, I'm working with the Center for Dairy Research. They've been analyzing our milk since last summer, and they've also been making some cheese for us. We're doing a really fun USDA grant project, making some specialty cheeses. And so um, most of the population of Cary, similar to Guernsey's, are A2. So what that means is if you have 
an inflammatory response to dairy, which a lot of people do myself. That's why I'm doing this project. Those breeds are predominantly A2. That's one of the reasons I also selected the carries. And furthermore, their milk is quite unique. The fat globules are much smaller in the carry milk than other milks. You know, from like the Jersey has a larger fat globule. It's a little bit more difficult to digest for people who have sensitivities digestion wise. And so they're notorious for having very small fat globules. It's almost as though it's a naturally homogenized milk. These are all things that, you know, make their milk more special, more unique versus milk from our more common dairy breeds. Since they are a little bit lesser known or there's only a few left, even in Ireland, how does that play into genetics and breeding then? You know, you don't want crossbreds necessarily. You're trying to stick to that true carry route. So take me through how that has been for you. I work very closely with the American Carry Cattle Association. The secretary, Jody Jess, I call her Mama Carrie. She also has a dairy herd of carries in Massachusetts. And there is one small startup herd in Ohio. We have the only herd here in the Midwest. And those are the only known dairy herds of carries in the North American continent, in fact. So there are a handful of backyard cows also in Canada. And the reason I say all this is we keep as close a track as we can of every single carry. That way, we are very selective. We work a lot with CLRC out of Canada to make sure when we do inbreeding, we keep our inbreeding coefficients low and we work to preserve the breed through means of semen collection, which allows for us to then match different breedings, ship semen to satisfy those needs and to minimize inbreeding. We've also had some imports from Ireland I'm working on right now a project where I'm going to be collecting some embryos because there's no embryos in inventory anywhere, even in Ireland. So yeah, we work together. The breeders, we talk a lot and we really try to minimize inbreeding. We use UC Davis for uh, genotyping, also for A2 testing. It's very important. And you mentioned the Center for Dairy Research. Can you give me a brief overview and the kind of timeline for what that means moving forward for you? We're working on a grant project making A2 grass-fed cheeses from our milk, which is predominantly carry. Um, We do have some crosses already in production, and we're hoping to have, you know, within three years, you know, right now there's 40 total animals that are pure carry at the farm, and we're hoping to have, you know, closer to 40 cows in production. So we're raising our, our heifers and excited for all that. Working with the CDR, they actually have been wonderful and given us the recipes for our, our milk. Not only do they analyze the milk itself, but they also look at how best to fit you know, what we're looking for for our cheeses. We like to have specialty cheeses. We also make our carry curds, which are our cheese curds. Being it's a grass-fed milk, the cheese tastes differently and it actually behaves differently. I'm learning a lot about cheese making. I'm not a cheese maker. I, I would love to become one eventually. So the CDR, they give us these recipes to where then we are currently looking for a cheese banker to where we can go ahead and kind of kick this grant off a little bit more in the local Madison atmosphere. So what efforts can others take right now to help kind of save this endangered species, make it help become more aware that it is out there 
and try that A2 protein milk. There are a couple of things. One of them would be we have actually a nonprofit sector of the farm where it helps support the educational and scientific backing as well as the care for this rare breed. If they'd like to donate a charitable contribution, that's one way that's very helpful in caring for the Midwest's only herd of carries. Also, coming out to the farm and supporting the American Carry Cattle Association. And the farm is a beautiful remnant of the Arlington Prairie, which is a really fertile soil, glacial soil prairie. The barn itself was built in 1913. It's only changed hands, the farm, since 1848, three times. And it's kind of enchanting, um, especially now you have this like majestic Celtic animal that they are different. You know, I work with different livestock species. I'm a veterinarian and I enjoy the carry. They, they behave, I would say, more like, you know, the mind of a mule or a horse, not as stubborn. They can be, but they really want to trust you. And well, it sounds like he's looking to have a, a destination of, uh, <laughs> get out to see the carry animals. And that was JT Price with the carry cows. We need to get through a couple more uh, chores, and then we'll be hearing from Rocky and Premier Livestock. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, I ended up with somebody giving me some more information about cheese and stuff. So Rocky got delayed just a little bit on his call in, but we've got him now. What's happening at Premier? Uh, thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how yesterday, Monday's auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We sold right at 1,300 head of livestock. Fed cattle traded steady. High choice and prime Holstein fed steers from 152 to 169. Select and low choice 141 to 151 with the choice beef steers and heifers up to $1.79. Market cows traded a couple dollars lower yesterday with the high yielding cows from $1.04 to $1.20. Many other cows from 85 to 105 Three market bulls high yielding from a dollar five to a dollar twenty two. Organic market cows mostly one twenty to one sixty four. Newborn Holstein bull calves uh, continue strong, mostly from one hundred and seventy five to three hundred and sixty per head. Beef cross calves three hundred to six oh five. Holstein heifer calves up to one hundred and forty. Today, Tuesday, special monthly dairy heifer auction. We're selling all classes of dairy heifers, open bred and springing heifers. Always a very good sale. Uh, feeder cattle will follow the dairy heifers today. If you got dairy heifers to bring, make sure you got them in by 10 o'clock a.m. for preg checks. Uh, you can just, uh, if you had them pre-consigned, that's great. Otherwise, you can just bring them into the sale as a drive-in today as well. Then tomorrow, Wednesday, if you're looking for tie stall cows, boy, we got a nice selection of some really nice cows. Going to have uh, two herds. Uh, got a 60 cow, 77 pound herd, 130 cell count, 60 years of AI breeding. Uh, they're coming from the Bray family out of Greenwood. We also have another tie stall herd, 42 cows, 70-pound average, and that's coming right out of Loyal, uh, plus many other reputation fresh cows, including one group group of all registered tie stall cows uh, that are also have a couple of real nice registered Swiss. Pictures online, full details on our website. Check it out at premierlivestockandauctions.com. A reminder, large farm machinery auction will be this Friday. Uh, we're going to get underway at 9 o'clock in the morning this Friday. We'll have food on site all day, three rings all day. For online bidding, you should get pre-registered. Uh, you can view all your items on our uh 
equipmentfacts.com. Uh, just note we're going to sale order will be set today, but note when you're looking at the items, there's two rings. So make sure you're looking at ring one, ring two. You can put pre-bids in now. Uh, that'll let you know when the items are coming up closer for auction. The computer will remind you of that as well. You can also put in your max bids on there. So that is the way things are shaping up, Joe. Sounds like you might have to have your smartphone and another smartphone to try to keep track of everything that's going to go on on Friday. Yeah. If, if you don't have them auction buddies, you could watch one ring live and watch the other one on uh, your phone. You're right. Sounds like a busy, busy day. Yep. I better you let bet. you go so you can uh, rest up for it. All right. You have a great day. You as well. And that was Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock. We're going to slide right over to Mike. I think the mic is on today, so hopefully you can hear me. I'm always on. Oh, wait, you're talking about the microphone. Yeah, gotcha. see, that was my problem last week is the little light didn't light up, so today I made sure it was going to. <laughs> well, no worries. I mean, uh, it's it's pretty bright, <laughs> and uh, that's going to be the story for today. It's uh, very bright. We'll have plenty of sunshine, and it is going to be hot. We'll have temperatures climbing mostly to the low to mid-90s with heat index climbing well into the triple digits. Winds out of the southeast, mostly 10 to 15 miles per hour. And that said, we do have excessive heat warnings that go into effect later this morning at 11, staying in effect through 10 o'clock tomorrow night, and then a heat advisory to follow through Thursday evening at 7. Otherwise, tomorrow, that's when we get into the peak of this heat. Mostly sunny, very hot, getting in the upper 90s for our air temperature. Heat index values climbing at least into the 110 range, possibly as high as 115. And then Thursday, or excuse me, going into Wednesday night, we start to cool off a little bit with low 70s for our lows. Yes, I said cool off for 70s in our lows. Otherwise, Thursday, mostly sunny, right around 90. Friday, that's where the cool down really starts to kick in. We'll have just a chance at a few showers and storms with mid 80s for our highs and a more comfortable weekend ahead with mid to upper 70s. Plenty of sunshine staying dry into the start of next week with highs in the low 80s on Monday. But a very mild start and pretty muggy this morning. 68 degrees right now in Eau Claire with that dew point sitting at 62. We're talking about 80s being nice, aren't we? Yes, 80s being nice. Our average high this time of year, 80 degrees. So that's something that we really want to see. I mean, we know that August can get very hot, but this is going to be a brutal one. (laughs) Yeah, real brutal. Make sure your pets have all the water they can drink and... And you, too. Yeah, people, too. People and pets. Everybody needs to be drinking water and, you know, keep them cool. Stay in the shade. Yes, stay in the shade. If you got the air conditioner, I know that you said you don't have any, Joe, but if you got air conditioning, stay in that. And, uh, you know, also, too, another thing. In in drinking water, of course, maybe once every two or three bottles of water, throw in a sports drink with the electrolytes there to help keep your your body cool. Yep, I would suggest that, too. I'm pretty sure I'll be hitting that pretty good today. There you go, Joe. Well, you have a good one. You as well. Thank you. And that was Mike Dandria with our TV 13 weather. We need to get through some more chores, and then we'll be hearing from Morgan. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And as promised, Morgan is in the house. And it's time to hear what's going on locally. Good morning, Morgan. 
Good morning. Here's what we're looking at today. We start with headlines that include a local officer and Officer Emily Breedenbach's former canine partner has a new job with a new police force. The police department in Watoma yesterday said it has adopted canine officer Grizz. Breedenbach was gunned down on the job in April along a traffic stop in Barron County. She and another officer were shot and killed by a wanted suspect. Grizz will partner with Watoma's school resource officer and serve as a therapy dog. As we look into other headlines, we go to the Capitol level and there's a plan to get to work and work permits, and that's when it comes to 14- and 15-year-olds in the state. A trio of lawmakers want to support legislation that would do away with the state requirement for young workers. A familiar name to our area, State Rep. Clint Moses, says a work permit is just another hurdle for a young worker to overcome and that the work permit requirement slows down the hiring process and makes it more difficult for both teens and businesses in the state. Well, when it comes to school board members in Altoona, they'll listen and continue to listen to parents. As the city school board last night dropped plans to limit public comments at school board meetings. The decision came after dozens of parents and teachers it turned out to shut down the idea. As Altoona's proposed policy stated, Wisconsin law doesn't require public comments at school board meetings. As we look into some other headlines, that includes the heat and the gosh darn humidity. Eau Claire now looking at excessive heat warnings the next couple of days. Just a heads up there, especially if you have to work outside. I'm going to keep that water and possibly AC breaks handy if you can. We go to campus at UW Parkside and UW Platteville. They're the latest Wisconsin campuses to look at serious cuts. Two schools yesterday unveiled plans for either layoffs or furloughs at their campuses. Now, Parkside is looking to furlough its entire staff to close a nearly $4 million budget gap. Platteville's looking at a combination of layoffs, early retirements, and furloughs to close its budget deficit. And more UW schools could be looking at similar cuts. And get ready, sit back, relax, and let the popcorn pop. It's movie time. In honor of National Cinema Day, all movies in all formats will cost less than $4. That even includes Oppenheimer in IMAX if showtimes aren't already sold out. This marks the second annual National Cinema Day hosted by the Cinema Foundation. Last year's event was the most attended day at the movies in 2022. I'm Mark Mayfield. And of course, the curtain is raised and we head back to the chores. Joe Welke's on the big screen in the barn today with your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Thanks, Morgan, for that update. Uh, Let's look a little bit about what's going on around the area. We've got fairs still happening. We've got the Central Wisconsin State Fair in Marshfield kicks off today with junior swine judging at 8 o'clock, junior beef judging at 9, and junior sheep at noon. The Price County Fair in Phillips starts tomorrow, and the Adams County Fair and Friendship starts on Thursday, and all those fairs run through the weekend. And I had somebody ask me about some of the entertainment at the Central Wisconsin State Fair. And on Wednesday, 38 Special is going to be there. Thursday, on the 24th, Hairball, and Friday, the 25th, Scotty McCreary. And there is going to be tomorrow, I'm going to a trade policy school tomorrow, August 23rd in La Crosse. And I had to pre-register for it. It's at the Radisson Hotel in La Crosse. It starts at 8 o'clock, trade policy school. And if you want to learn more, go to www.grains.org slash backslash trade school. So that's www dot grain dot org dot backslash her dot org backslash trade school and you can get registered for that i think it's going to be so interesting to learn more about trade policy and then there's a lock and dam tour at two o'clock and tomorrow night the wisconsin pork association is having a regional meeting 
at the Northwoods Brew Pub in Osseo from 6.30 to 8.30. Among the other fairs happening, I guess it's just a busy time of the year. And I was going to go over our crop progress. So here in Wisconsin, the condition, corn condition was 55% good to excellent, equal to last week. And the soybean condition was 56% good to excellent. That's up 4% from last week. And nationally, we'll hear more about that. It was rated 58% good to excellent. That's down one percentage point. And soybeans were rated 59% good to excellent as of Sunday, unchanged from the previous week. Week, excuse me. We need to get through some more chores, and then we're going to be sliding over to here's some markets. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we got through a few more chores, and it's time to get some more markets. Here we are at quarter to six. It is 68 degrees out there, and it's time to hear from Hot Eman from Sparta Equity. Fed cattle selling steady today with the high yielding choice beef steers and heifers 187 to 196. The choice and select beef steers and heifers 169 to 186. The beef and dairy cross steers 162 to 182. The high yielding choice Holstein steers 157 to 165, topping at 168. Choice and select Holstein steers 141 to 156 with the unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers a dollar to a dollar forty. Cows steady. Quality beef slaughter cows a dollar ten to a dollar twenty five. Topping at one twenty eight. The high yielding slaughter cows ninety five to one ten. The cutters and utilities seventy nine to ninety four. With low yielding and canner cows thirty three to seventy eight cents. Organic market today with the results from the August twenty first sale. With the high yielding organic cows, 145 to 170. The thin and small organic cows, 109 to 144. With the organic steers and heifers, 165 to 180. Bull market steady. Most bulls bringing $1.10 to $1.25. The thin, full, and bulls over a ton discounted at $1.09 and down. Calves sold by the pound today with a steady market with the quality Holstein bull calves bringing 175 to 275. The quality heifer, Holstein heifer calves, 80 to 180. The quality beef bulls. Four fifty to six dollars with the quality beef heifers, four dollars to five fifty and the light and poor quality calves, ten cents to a dollar per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Wednesday, August twenty third, starting at ten AM with Fed cattle, followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hut aiming to Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. Wax one oh four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, I think the board was acting up a little bit. I w- wouldn't say that I hit the wrong button, but I may have hit the wrong button or didn't hit the right button. But as promised, I've got Jerry Fitzgerald from Equity Stratford on the line. Nice and warm up there. And what about those markets? All right, Joe. Good morning. Uh, and uh, good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday. A very busy Monday here yesterday at Equity Stratford. We'll start off the cow market yesterday. High yielding fleshy Holstein and beef cows in yesterday's auction. We're selling mostly from a dollar to a dollar twenty-two. Extreme top cow yesterday at one twenty-eight. Most of the cows yesterday were selling between eighty and a dollar. These thinner cows, lighter carcass cows, seventy-five dollars and below. Bull trade to open up the week. Most of the better quality bulls are selling from one ten to one twenty. Lighter weight bulls one hundred eight and below. A lot of calves yesterday, nearly 700 baby calves sold yesterday at the auction here. Uh, good demand continues on the top quality calves. And again, folks, now do keep in mind, uh, this very hot rest of the week. It'll be very hot. So if you've got calves to sell, make sure they are very good and strong. 
healthy enough to stand it because a lot of heat stress on these little baby calves. But yesterday, good quality, 9,230 pound Olsteen bull calves selling from mostly from 175 to 350. Extreme top of the bull calves, 360. Heifer calves yesterday, mostly from uh, 75 to 140. Good quality beef calves continue to be very, very strong from 300 to 600, topping at 625 on those Black Angus bull calves. And we are a Tuesday. Um, we get underway this morning at 10 o'clock with our hay and bedding auction, and we do have uh, uh, small squares of both second crop and first crop for you folks today. Again, that'll be at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. We'll move into the market auction. Uh, we'll start that off with the organic market cattle today, which we do sell every Tuesday, including organic cows, uh, any type of organic animals. It will be sold at 11, followed by the conventional market cattle. Don't forget tomorrow, feeder cattle auction. That will start at 1230. Uh, regular auction tomorrow starts around 10 with the market auction. Cheap hog and goats, baby calves also tomorrow. We do have a nice uh, nice lineup of feeder cattle. We do have some real good quality lighter weight black steers, crossbreds for those, for that sale. So if folks are looking for some lighter weight cattle, most of these will be under 500 pounds. Uh, that will be at 1230 tomorrow. Just a reminder, one week from tomorrow, we do have a Special feeder cattle sale. Consignments for that sale do include a complete herd dispersal of over 100 head of Belted Galloways and the young stock. So information on our website. A few folks are definitely interested in that. That will be next week, Wednesday, August 30th. Again, uh, all that information on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and you will be right there. And folks, if you're bringing, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're bringing cattle today, get them in early. We'll get them, get them sold, get them back. Uh, so they can get loaded out so before the real hot comes this afternoon and probably the same advice for tomorrow. So, Jill, uh, fair starts today. You're going to be over there, so uh, hopefully maybe, I don't know if I'm coming today or not, I'd like to get to the fair. There's so much stuff going on this week. And, of course, also in our area, just outside of Edgar, the steam show coming up this year, uh, 50th year for that. That will be on starting on Thursday, the 24th. So um, no reason to stay home, is there? There is not. Unless you need to stay in the air conditioning. Oh, well, that might be an option today, too, or sit under the tree or something. So, anyway, Jill, you enjoy the day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Absolutely. And that was Jerry Fitzgerald from Equity Stratford. And, obviously, I pushed the wrong buttons and ran a few things, but let's roll and do one more chore, and then we'll wrap up with our markets. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It is time to take one last look at our markets. From the Chicago Board of Trade, December corns at 480, down a penny and a half. December oats, 463, down a penny. November soybeans, down seven and a half to 1354. And December soybean meal, $396 a ton, down a fraction. And December wheat is at six thirty, up four and a half. And our country elevator prices: wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connersville location. Corn's at four eighty three, with soybeans at thirteen oh five. Golden Pump in Arcadia, corn's at five eighteen. Baldwin, four thirty eight for corn and thirteen fourteen for beans. Durand, Mondovi, and Elmwood, four forty three for corn and thirteen fourteen for soybeans. In Fall Creek, four thirty-three for corn and thirteen oh four for beans. Osseo, four sixty-three and thirteen fourteen. Elk Mound, four eighty for corn and thirteen oh nine for beans. Sparta, four seventy-four and thirteen eighty-five. Ellsworth, four twenty-three and thirteen oh four. Northside Elevator, 
Loyal Cation, four ninety three for corn and thirteen twenty for soybeans. In Arcadia, four ninety eight and thirteen thirty seven for beans. Our ethanol plants, Boyceville, four ninety three, Stanley, five oh three for corn and New Richmond, four eighty eight. And rolling on over to our cheese markets, barrels one eighty and a half down a quarter. Forty pound blocks two dollars and three quarters down two cents. Gray double A butter two seventy four up four cents. And our class three milk futures, August seventeen twenty eight up a penny. September eighteen eighty eight up thirty nine cents. October up twenty two cents to eighteen twenty one. November eighteen twenty six up eight cents. And December 1823, up a dime, and that market is trending upward. And we'll take one last look at our weather today. High of 92, hot and humid. Tonight, 75. Tomorrow, 97, hot, humid, hot, hot, hot. Tomorrow night, 71. Thursday, 89 and humid. Friday, 84. Saturday, sliding down into the 70s, 76 for Saturday, 77 for Sunday, Monday, 82, and our temperature in Eau Claire right now is 68. And your Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Check out the great selection of new Rams at ChilsonMotors.com. And that's our weather on Wax 104.5. And that's the wrap-up to the farm show this morning on this Tuesday morning. Stay cool out there. Make sure you have plenty of water to drink. And make sure your pets have plenty of water and shade. And, you know, take it a little bit easy. And remember, take care of yourself and help take care of each other. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.